This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and we are on the march to free humanity of the technocracy and the transhumanist psychopaths. And we are doing that right here on pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry we had to go all the way through that article. And we skipped around, too. We did. But uh, it was very important, I think, to... Um, to break that down for you so that we could, in a creative fashion, uncover Peter Thiel, one of our favorite men here at, uh, we call him Light in the Loafers Peter. Light in the Loafers Peter, we call him. No, folks, I don't want to make fun of him for that. But a man who uh, who is homosexual, who, as far as I can see, prove me wrong, has no children is so interested in uh, reproduction. He's so interested in your wife and your daughter's menstrual cycles, and he's so interested in helping you choose the right embryo and interested in putting your children into a synthetic womb, your fetus into a synthetic womb and growing children in a laboratory. Yeah, that guy, the one partnered with the IRS, the one partnered with... The Department of Defense partnered with the CIA, partnered with the NSA, partnered with the CDC, partnered with Health and Human Services. The guy who says transhumanism and Christianity only have small metaphysical differences. Yeah, that Peter Thiel. So you see, folks, Peter's involved with the physical, the biological, and the digital. He's on all three forks of the fourth industrial revolution he is folks all right let's look at this ladies and gentlemen we are over at theguardian.com and i've got to bring this in here folks i have to do it this is the article what is gene editing and how can it be used to rewrite the code of life it says we now have a precise way to correct replace or even delete faulty dna Ion Sample explains the science, the risk, and what the future may hold. And this was written in January 2018. And so we're doing this because I want you to have a grasp on the biological side of the fourth industrial revolution. It says right here, so what is gene editing? 
Scientists liken it to the find and replace feature used to correct misspellings in documents written on a computer. Instead of fixing words, gene editing rewrites DNA, the biological code that makes up the instruction manuals of living organisms. Let's just repeat that because it's important, okay? Instead of fixing words, gene editing rewrites DNA the biological code that makes up the instruction manuals of living organisms. You see, they're rewriting your DNA. They're rewriting the DNA of your future child. They are rewriting and recoding. They are hacking. They are pirating. They are hijacking humanity. And some would call this, what would the term be for the subjects uh, that are having their DNA manipulated, rewritten? As the article says, those would be what we'd call hackable animals. As Yuval Noah Harari has, uh, has put out there into the lexicon. You hackable animals, you hackable animals. Hmm, yes. It goes on to say, with gene editing, researchers can disable target genes, correct harmful mutations, and change the activity of specific genes in plants and animals, including humans. And as I told you several times, that the ultimate goal of the prison planet side, the physical world, uh, as it combines in with this biological world is they want to essentially upload a software a microsoft operating system into every living thing down to the last blade of grass down to the last little gnat that buzzes around your head that is what they're already doing and so now humans are right up there on the operating table folks it says what's the point Much of the excitement around gene editing is fueled by its potential to treat or prevent human diseases. Again, this is how they play to the emotions. This is how they tug at the heartstrings. This is how they push forward with the adoption campaigns. It's kind of obvious at this point, but I'll just keep bringing that back up, folks, so that you don't forget it. There are thousands of genetic disorders that could be passed on from one generation to the next. Many are serious and debilitating. Now, remember, let's put this in context. This is written in 2018, and there were a lot of articles coming out on CRISPR-Cas9, the gene editing um, technology, around this time. Two years later, you have COVID breakout, and you turn 90% of the planet into germaphobes, and they want nothing more than to be able to engineer their DNA to not be susceptible to uh, the cold. And so what happens, folks? They introduce into the lexicon, they push the adoption campaign of the mRNA technology, you know, rewriting our biology. And so now that is out there, it is commonplace. Let's continue. They are not rare. One in 25 children is born with a genetic disease. Oh, one in 25 children. Among the common are cystic fibrosis, sickle cell anemia, and muscular dystrophy. Now, the question is, where did all those come from? Those would be deep dives, you know. But again, I believe that the monsters create the problems, they provoke the reactions, and they offer the solutions. It's just a time-tested model, and it works. 
Uh, it goes on to say gene editing holds the promise of treating these disorders by rewriting the corrupt DNA in patient cells. But it can do far more than mend faulty genes. Gene editing has already been used to modify people's immune cells to fight cancer or be resistant to HIV infection. It will get into that one shortly. It could also be used to fix defective genes in human embryos and so prevent babies from inheriting serious diseases. And that's what we just talked about. In part, that's why we covered it first. This is controversial because the genetic changes would affect their sperm or egg cells, meaning the genetic edits and any bad side effects could be passed on to future generations okay so let's say old doctor there the old doctor doing the gene editing is uh throwing back a little of the sauce a little of that fire water when he's back in his lab well if the old doctor there makes a mistake or i don't know maybe if it's more nefarious than that maybe there's some theo fellow back there working on uh mutating your your genes you know, genetically modifying your sperm or your egg, putting some traits in there that maybe we don't want, but somehow they get mixed in. Think of it like this, folks. You go to a restaurant, I don't know, you have celiac disorder. You're allergic to gluten because your parents were terrible and they didn't have that genetically modified out of your system before you were born. They were unfit parents, and you should have been taken away and placed inside of a foster care facility. But no, folks, you go to the restaurant, and you tell them, I don't eat gluten. Please don't cross-contaminate my steak with that pasta. And so they just assume you're on a gluten-free diet, not that you suffer from celiac disorder, and you will have a bad case of diarrhea if you, in fact, ingest one tiny droplet of gluten and so back there where the chef is cooking he slops his pasta down on the table or something or into a bowl or onto a platter and then i don't know he pushes it into another one and he mixes in the spaghetti sauce right and so then he uses that same platter to take your steak off the grill and he tosses it on there and boom, that gluten cross contaminates and guess what? You're in the bathroom for the rest of the dinner while your spouse is sitting there enjoying her pasta. <laughs> uh, yes, you had the steak, she had the pasta, but it got cross contaminated. And that's what can happen here in this lab. You start letting these Dr. Frankensteins play around with your sperm cells or your egg cells and they could end up contaminating those genes with some kind of uh, something you don't want and the next thing you know your kid has a third arm growing out of its head and that is passed on to its future child but i guess they'd be able to take that out they'd be able to edit it just like fixing a word in spell check That's what they say, right? It's like copy and paste of DNA. Folks, it goes on to say, what else is it good for? The agricultural industry has leapt on gene editing for a host of reasons. The procedure is faster, cheaper, and more precise than conventional genetic modification. But it also has the benefit of allowing producers to improve crops with adding genes from other organisms, something that has fueled the backlash against 
genetically modified crops in some regions. Yeah, folks, it's uh, called Frankenstein editing, right? They call it Franken wheat because there's no more real wheat. It's all been gene edited. It goes on to say, with gene editing, researchers have made seedless tomatoes. Yeah, that's so that you can't grow tomatoes from the tomatoes they sell you in the store, so they take the seeds out. They've made gluten-free wheat and mushrooms that don't turn brown when old. It's all great, isn't it? All these non-natural foods that you're eating. Other branches of medicine have also seized on its potential. Companies working on next-generation antibiotics have developed otherwise harmless viruses that find and attack specific strains of bacteria that cause dangerous infections. Oh, oh, see, this is two years before uh, COVID land, the high school theater production kicked off. It goes on to say, meanwhile, researchers are using gene editing to make pig organs safe to transplant into humans. Gene editing has transformed fundamental research, too, allowing scientists to understand precisely how specific genes operate. And I had a conversation with an engineer who was talking to me about the pig organs, and he was saying now... They're literally 3D printing these pig organs, and if you end up needing some sort of a transplant, they actually don't even tell you with informed consent that they are putting some kind of a 3D printed pig organ inside of your body, folks. Welcome to Frankenstein's Laboratory. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take a break to the laboratory while you think about the laboratory. When we come back, I'm going to get into CRISPR-Cas9. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks. All right, folks. I've been having a horrible problem the last 24 hours with this computer, and I need to get one of these DNA editors in here to fix whatever line of code is broken inside of this thing no it's it's my trusty powerful computer that i do all of my editing on my audio and video editing i run this software on and all of a sudden yesterday i was uh recording that show and some reason the video file came out corrupted and it took me like three hours to edit the audio to save it and pull it out for some reason i still can't render the video of the show to put up at pain.tv slash gold and then just now as we were going out the commercial break it froze up so i'm hoping when i go to pull this audio into my editor that it isn't corrupted like yesterday because I don't feel like spending all night until 2 o'clock in the morning fixing this stuff. So hopefully that won't happen, nor do I feel like dropping you know, $5,000 on another computer system at this moment. All right, let's continue with this article. It says, how does it work? There are many ways to edit genes, but the breakthrough behind the greatest achievements in recent years is a molecular tool called CRISPR-Cas9. And I'm going to show you a quick video on this momentarily. It uses a guide molecule, the CRISPR bit, 
to find a specific region in an organism's genetic code, a mutated gene, for example, which is then cut by an enzyme, uh, which is a Cas9, when the cell tries to fix the damage, it often makes a hash of it and effectively disables the gene. This in itself is useful for turning off harmful genes, but other kinds of repairs are possible. For example, to mend a faulty gene, scientists can cut the mutated DNA and replace it with a healthy strand that is injected alongside the CRISPR-Cas9 molecules. Different enzymes can be used instead of Cas9, such as CPF1, which may help edit DNA more effectively. Now, they're telling you it's to repair they're telling you it's to replace bad parts of the code, right? Where it says it can mend a faulty gene, scientists can cut the mutated DNA, replace it with a healthy strand. Well, if they can do that, folks, they can do anything. Do you not understand that? So they sell it to you as something good, and then they use you or your child or whatever as a guinea pig because they need real-world trials before they use this for whatever the real purpose is. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're testing this out on us. Uh, Maybe the jab did, in fact, have nanobots. Maybe the mRNA is rewriting code, as some people uh, have theorized. But maybe they're using us as the guinea pigs before they're going to utilize it on themselves. Like, for instance... Let's just put this in context quickly. Ray Kurzweil, one of the godfathers of the modern transhumanist movement, the popularizer of singularity when artificial intelligence becomes more intelligent than humans and then humans are forced to merge with machine, the merger of man and machine, he wants to live another 10 years, so he's injecting himself with vitamins and taking over 200 vitamins a day to elongate his life to the point in which they can inject these nanobots in his body to cure his cells. So maybe they're utilizing this type of technology on us. We are the guinea pigs to perfect it for people like Kurzweil and the others who are going to get access to the ability to repair their cells, maybe to cut out bad parts of their DNA so that they can live forever to the point in which they're going to upload their minds to the silicone based neocortex stored in the cloud as Kurzweil, Elon Musk, and others believe, and then beam it down into what? This is where I want to get to this, folks. Into what? Either a biological body or a non-biological suit, like an Iron Man suit. But what would be the biological body? As if I explained, I've explained to you in past episodes that let's say they had babies, that they could beam their thoughts back into the brain imprinted onto the baby's brain and then it's basically like they're being reborn reincarnated well that sounded kind of crazy back when i talked about it 10 episodes ago but it's not crazy when you think about the synthetic wombs so now combine the synthetic wombs with building these new babies that won't necessarily be owned by a mom or dad right So now combine the uh, synthetic wombs with the idea of the designer babies with the idea of the CRISPR-Cas9. So now let's say they're going to grow a baby inside of a chamber, inside the synthetic womb, inside the artificial uterus, that has all been tweaked up. 
And so they know what the baby's going to look like when it's full grown because they tweaked all the genes using eugenics and they created a superhuman. That Then on top of it, they can use CRISPR to modify the DNA to make sure the baby is smarter. Maybe it's going to have a larger brain. It could store more information and such. So they're manipulating it and creating a hybrid like uh, some kind of a superhuman that then they can download their brain into using a Neuralink type brain chip implanted into the baby's head. And that is how these guys can be reborn inside of a new biological body. I mean, when you look at all the technology and you see what they're building and you know that it's not because they love you and they know it's not, you know, it's not to save 1 million premature babies that die every year. And you know they don't really care about you or your wife having a baby born with irritable bowel disease. Then you have to start to ask yourself, why are they really doing it? What is the real purpose? And then when you look at the web of investors, the controllers, the oligarchs behind the companies like Peter Thiel and Elon Musk and others who talk about really crazy stuff publicly and aren't afraid of it, they aren't afraid of being shamed for it. They help popularize it, normalize it, and humanize it with the help of people like Joe Rogan and the Joe Rogan experience. And so you say, well, what are they doing? If they really want to do the crazy stuff that Ray Kurzweil talks about, um, if they really want to do the things that Yuval Noah Harari talks about, then they have to build the technologies to do it. And I think this is the way they're doing it. They're doing it right out in the open. So they can edit the DNA to create a perfect human. They could grow that human inside of a chamber. And then they can download their mind inside of that baby. It all makes perfect sense to me. It does sound like some kind of science fiction, but we are living in science fiction. All this is actually happening, ladies and gentlemen, right before our very eyes. All right, I'm going to show you this video on CRISPR cast nine just so you have an understanding of what it is because we will have to talk about this stuff when we review joe biden's executive order in a document if we suspect we've misspelled a word we can use the find function to highlight the error and correct it or delete it within our dna that function is taken on by a system called crispr cas9 crispr is short for clustered regularly interspaced short palindromic repeats. Okay, let's just repeat that. So CRISPR, in case you haven't heard of it, it's C-R-I-S-P-R. C-R-I-S-P-R. Clustered regularly interspaced short palindromic repeats. CRISPR consists of two components. The Cas9 protein that can cut DNA... Okay, so you have the Cas9 protein, as we talked about in the article, and that can cut the DNA. And a guide RNA that can recognize the sequence of DNA to be edited. Okay, so the guide RNA helps recognize the sequence of the DNA to be edited. To use CRISPR-Cas9, scientists first identify the sequence of the human genome that's causing a health problem. Then, they create a specific guide RNA to recognize that particular stretch of A's, T's, G's, and C's in the DNA. The guide RNA is attached to the DNA-cutting enzyme Cas9, and then this complex is introduced to the target cells. 
it locates the target letter sequence and cuts the DNA. At that point, scientists can then edit the existing genome by either modifying, deleting, or inserting new sequences. It effectively makes CRISPR-Cas9 a cut-and-paste tool for DNA editing. You see this? So they can actually edit a human being. I hope you're absorbing this because there is going to be a test after. All right, children, there will be a test on this after uh, after we are done. You're not allowed to go to recess until you pass this test. Now, folks, I know this is heavy stuff, but I think it's important just for you to understand at least the basics of it. In the future, scientists hope to use CRISPR-Cas9 to develop critical advances in patient care or even cure lifelong inherited diseases. Oh, yeah, because of your dirty, horrible parents that passed on these inherited diseases to you. All right, listen, I'm back on the article at theguardian.com, and I recommend you guys look this article up if you want to see this chart. Um, I will try to pop it out on social media, but again, this is theguardian.com, and the article was, What is Gene Editing and How Can It Be Used to Rewrite the Code of Life? And so down here, they have a really good illustration. And I'm just going to walk you through this quickly. It's an uh, illustrated example of CRISPR in action. And so it says, number one, patient with genetic disorder. More than 10,000 human diseases are caused by faults in single genes. While each condition is relatively rare, they affect millions of people around the globe. So then they've got this needle injecting it into the, the, the cartoon's arm. And so inside the syringe they have these little plates and then the plate is a particle and inside the particle there's a guide molecule the enzyme and the healthy dna okay it says number two millions of particles injected into patients bloodstream are affected tissues the particles can be harmless viruses or nanoparticles that carry the gene editing editing molecules now some people believe there were nanoparticles inside of the uh, jabs, which um, they were, but I don't get into the jabs and COVID in depth on this show. I let Mike Moore handle that at the Thomas Paine podcast. Uh, I don't know. Maybe one day we'll do a show together on it. Number three, each particle holds a guide molecule that finds the DNA to be changed, a powerful enzyme that cuts the target DNA healthy dna to mend the mutated gene okay so inside the particle there's those three things a guide molecule that finds the dna to be changed that was uh the, the rna guide a powerful enzyme that cuts the target dna that's basically like the cas9 and then a healthy dna to mend the mutated gene so they're putting something back in you they're editing your dna that's why many people like myself call it dna modifying and then they said you're a conspiracy theorist well no it says it right here i mean i'm only going off of the scientific documents number four the particles carrying the gene editing molecules get into the affected cells and enter the nuclei where the dna lies okay so then it's got this diagram of the particle going into the nucleus and so the gene editing process all right so now it's going to show in this diagram what happens so mutated gene inside the cell nucleus the guide molecule moves along the patient's dna until it finds a match the guide is designed to stick to the targeted region of the genetic code such as mutated gene and it is here that the edit will take place 
And so then they show the guide uh, molecule there. And then it says, once the guide molecule finds its target, the attached enzyme swings into action and snips the DNA in half. That's the Cas9. The cell detects the damage and sets about trying to mend it. Okay? So now it's going to try to mend it. And then you have the healthy gene, or what they call the healthy gene. The cell repairs the breakage by inserting healthy DNA that is injected alongside the gene-editing molecules. Now, do you trust them? Do you trust these people? Do you trust Peter Thiel? Do you trust Bill Gates? Do you trust Elon Musk? Do you trust Jeff Bezos? Do you trust Mark Zuckerberg? Do you trust Jack Dorsey? Do you trust any of the Thiel fellows out there? Do you trust Sergey Brin? Do you trust Eric Schmidt? If you don't trust these people, then do not let them edit your DNA, for God's sake. Why would anyone allow this to happen to them or their children? Ladies and gentlemen, these people are trying to play God. Well, they are playing God. They will never be God. That's why they are hackers. They are pirates. They are hijackers doing nothing more than hacking us humans. They call us hackable animals. And that is exactly what they're doing. And I saw someone yesterday on Twitter sent me a tweet from someone else saying that we humans are way more powerful than we believe we are and that our brains have all these different you know receptors in them and such and so we're so much more powerful we could never be hackable animals it's nice to believe that it really is nice to believe that but if you look at the technologies they have if you look at what they've already done to billions of people around the earth utilizing psychological warfare, propaganda, mind control. Uh, Look at all of the technologies they have coming out of biotech, stuff like CRISPR-Cas9, stuff like the synthetic wombs, designer babies, gene editing, gene modification, mRNA. They are hacking us every single day. They manipulate the food. They manipulate the water. They manipulate the soil. They manipulate the air. And they admit to all of this. They don't even hide it. Yet, the majority of humans, probably 99.9%, have no idea that this is going on. They will automatically call you a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist if you even mention this at a dinner table they will look at you like you're crazy when you tell them you go out of your way to buy clean foods at farmers markets and directly from farms they will think you're nuts if you tell them you're doing a natural home birth something that existed before hospitals were around it was what every woman did they will tell you you're crazy if you choose to opt out of an ultrasound they will tell you you're nuts if you refuse to take a jab so i say to you folks out there that we are already hacked not Not me and you, not the people in this audience, not the ones who are aware of the matrix, who went beyond the red pill and who are taking the gold pill. No, we are awake. But there are a majority of humans out there that have already been hacked and they are hacked every single day. So the person who sent me the tweet, I appreciate you reaching out to me, but look at the big picture. Look all around you. Look at the people who still walk around with masks. Look at the ones who just took it off last week and tell me that those people are not hackable animals. Of course they are. Yuval Noah Harari and these other psychopaths brag about it because they know they can get away with it. Because in the old world, when people were not hacked, someone like that will get slapped upside the head and told, grow up, pal. 
You're not going to call me a hackable animal. That guy would have been beaten down in a playground. He would have been kicked in the ass in the middle of a parking lot. But no, now they say it right out in the open. Now they go on places like Joe Rogan Experience and they talk to millions of people. And they laugh in your face as they develop these Frankenstein technologies. They spit in your face when they tell you they're going to drill a hole in your head and put a brain chip inside you. And if you don't accept it, you'll go extinct. They laugh in your face when they put these clowns, these puppets, these spokesmen, these PR salesmen out on the late night TV shows. They laugh in your face when they plug it into cartoons and TV shows and movies for your children to watch so that they are programmed into accepting the future prison planet, the Frankenstein laboratory that surrounds us. Oh no, folks, we are hackable animals. If we don't wake up and just say no to this technology, if we don't figure out how to work around it, then we are no better than the rest of them. I want you to think about this, folks. I know this was a complicated show. I know this is like going back to biology and chemistry. But if you want to understand the tenets of the fourth industrial era, if you want to understand what is here and what's coming, And you want to understand how Klaus Schwab and his minions are fusing the physical, biological, and digital worlds, then unfortunately, this is the type of content that we are going to have to get into. This is the type of technology we are going to have to understand. Because unless you understand your enemies, how will you ever defeat them? And maybe we'll just be able to avoid them. But you can't even do that until you understand the war that they have waged against humanity. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. And you're listening to pain.tv slash gold. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, stand up for humanity. Just say no to the technocracy and call out the transhumanists wherever they stand. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold.